This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is, giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis, Cats at Night, and we have one great show for you today. This is a TriCast. This is, we're broadcasting out of 77 WABC Studios, and we're on 970 AM The Answer and on WLIR. The uh, number one show at 5 o'clock, and we have a common-sense Democrat in the, in the studio and a common-sense Republican, Judge uh, Richard Weinberg, and we have Craig Eaton, 10 years, the uh, GOP chairman of uh, Brooklyn, and a outstanding attorney. And uh, my sidekick, we have Lydia, uh, Lydia Serrani. We have a great show. Absolutely. We and are... the sun is shining. Look, the, the sun is shining. Wow. The sun will come out tomorrow. As soon as you said tomorrow. Lydia. As soon as you yes. said Lydia, the sun came out. that tomorrow. Uh, yeah, you can see it right there, even on our studios. Thank you, John, for these beautiful studios overlooking Midtown Manhattan. So it's gorgeous. We can see the sun come out. So we have a great show. We are going to have Congressman Lee Zeldin. He's going to be talking about the border crisis that's spiraling out of control, as well as the crime here in New York. We'll talk to John McLaughlin as Biden's polling numbers. Oh, boy, they are taking a nosedive. Dr. Mark Siegel about that pesky mask mandate. What is really going on with the masks? And then on the line with us right now is Professor Alan Dershowitz. Just a couple of decades at Harvard Law School and a Brooklyn boy at heart, a constitutional scholar. Welcome back to Cats at Night, Professor Dershowitz. Hey, it's a pleasure to be on, but I think I'm going to disagree with a lot of you today because I'm not thrilled about uh, a single judge being able to tell all the airlines and all the trains that uh, people can uh, avoid wearing masks. Uh, You know, this is a case where the rights of the people who don't want to wear masks, and they have rights, are pitted against the rights of people who don't want to travel on trains and planes without both sides being masked. Because if two people are masked, if the whole whole train or the whole plane is masked, you're much less likely to get COVID than if just you're yourself masked. So I don't think the court took into account enough the rights of travelers who want to travel in masked uh, planes or trains. So I know you'll have some disagreement about that, but uh, I'm not enthusiastic about that court decision that so many conservatives uh, but aren't. It doesn't mean, Alan, it doesn't mean that the person uh, that wants to wear a mask uh, can't. It's not against the law to yeah. wear it. No, but I want you to wear a mask, too, if you're sitting next to me. That's the difference. I want you to wear a mask, because not for your sake, you can do what you want to do at home, but if you're flying on an airplane next to me and, and they seat you right next to me and you're coughing or sneezing or breathing hard, um, I want to wear a mask. I'll probably wear a double mask, but I want you to wear a mask, too. Maybe we have to go back to the old days. Remember, there was smoking and non-smoking sections on planes, and then the government said no. Was that a no. If, you, if you remember <laughs> back, it was that the biggest force in the Abs- world? Absolutely. Of course. Of, of course. course. And then they abolished it because they basically said there are two rights, the right to smoke and the right not to be smoked at. And they basically ruled that the right not to be smoked at overrides the right 
to smoke. You know, it was John Stuart Mill who basically said a long time ago, your right to swing your fist ends at the tip of my nose. The right to smoke your cigarettes uh, ends at the tip of my nostrils. And the question is, does your right to cough and convey um, a very serious illness, particularly to older people, does it uh, allow you not to wear a mask? It's a hard question, and uh, I'm not saying there's a simple answer to it. I'm just saying that, you know, it's very complicated, and there are rights both ways. And by the way, Alan, it's Richard Weinberg. I'll, I'll tell you, in New York City they're already, and New York State, they're already taking the position that on mass transit, whether it's the subway, whether it's the buses, whether it's the commuter lines, whether it's in Penn Station, Grand Central, Port Authority, whether you're in a cab, you have to wear the mask. Well, that's, you know, every every institution has the right essentially to make its own decisions. I mean, you can imagine a court saying that you can't make somebody um, wear a mask. They didn't say that. All they said, all this judge said was that the uh, mandate from the federal government didn't satisfy the Administrative Procedure Act. Very technical. As Judge Weinberg calls. Yeah. Put a mask on Put a mask on that. I didn't blow any smoke in his face. Get him out of here. Professor, we have to have masks in the studio? Should we have masks in the studio, Professor? Every airline has the right to make its determination. And some airlines until this morning, I think they now have all said you don't have to wear masks, but... An airline can still say, American Airlines can still say, if you want to fly American instead of Delta, you have to wear a mask. They haven't said that, but the decision doesn't preclude that. So, you know, I think it's very complicated and very difficult. And um, look, I don't go to restaurants in which people don't wear masks. Uh, I eat outside. That's my choice. Um, But when I have to fly somewhere, uh, I don't have much of a choice. I can't take my car, you know, to California. So, um, it, it's complicated with airlines, and uh, and you know the, the the Biden administration probably won't appeal because President Biden just now announced that uh, it's the policy of the Biden administration. You do what you want. If you want to wear a mask, you wear it. If you don't want to wear a mask, All right, you don't wait, wait. wait. That's God, now the next next subject, uh, Professor yeah. Dershowitz. What else? I, what, give us another Lydia good has subject. A good one. Oh, Professor Dershowitz, so you could relate to this topic. The libs of TikTok. Have you heard about that Twitter account? She, it appears to be a woman. She remains anonymous. She has been posting a lot of these videos that have been taken by some of these teachers and educators, what they've been doing with the children in the classrooms regarding critical race theory, transgenderism. Well, now the Washington Post is basically trying to dox her. Now, what does dox mean? It's a new phrase, kind of like woke. They want to reveal her identity and get her effectively canceled. So when the reporters are coming to her front door or her relatives' doors, she's been taking pictures and doxing them. The, the reporters, and the, they're going back and forth saying that they're being cyberbullied. What do you think about all of this going on? Well, the Washington Post should be in favor of everybody's free speech. It shouldn't be in favor of docking anybody. It shouldn't be in favor. Uh, you know, they, they, they have their own. They, they, they claim a journalist privilege not to reveal the names of sources. And what? Suddenly they want to reveal this. It, it sounds hypocritical. But, but so, so the Washington Post is being hypocritical. Should anybody be surprised? Hypocrisy is our national slogan these days. Everybody is hypocritical. I'll give you another example to go back just for one second. Now, all the liberals are saying, one judge? How can one federal judge tell everybody in the United States what they have to do about masks? About a year ago, two years ago, it was the conservatives who were making that argument. They were saying, one judge? 
How can one judge possibly tell us what immigration policy should be and all that? So both sides have been hypocritical when it comes to what a judge can tell us what to do. I don't believe one judge should ever be able to tell everybody in the country what to do. That's why we have appellate courts and that's why we have the Supreme Court. Uh, Absolutely. And another topic, I saw the San Antonio mayor, he's saying that the ability to meet the humanitarian aid for migrants coming across the border will be extremely limited if Title 42 is rescinded. I I mean, what what can these mayors do at all all along the border as the migrants keep flowing in, especially if Title 42 is rescinded at this point? Well, it's a very complicated question because under the United States Constitution, immigration is a federal matter, but it affects the states. You know, immigration isn't a big deal in Missouri. But immigration is a very big deal in uh, in Texas and in Arizona and in New York and in California. When you have states that are on the border, obviously, uh, cities and states should have greater impact uh, input into the flow of immigration. Because, you know, when they come over the border, they don't go to uh, Minnesota. They go to, uh, you know, San you know, they go to someplace in, in, in Texas or someplace it's worse, in, in Alan, California. It's yeah, worse yeah. than that because what they've been doing, what the Biden administration has been doing, is they've been flying these people in to Westchester and to, to Long Island. So in other words, they're dropping yeah. them off. So it's not just the border states that are impacted. It's everybody because wherever yeah, they yeah. they put these planes in the middle of the night, they don't give anybody a heads up. But their hospitals, too, at the border, they're overwhelmed. Everything is overwhelmed at the border. These people, I mean, John Katzmatidis, we're pro-immigration, pro-immigration. We're pro-immigration, yes. But not illegal immigration. Not no, illegal. no, 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 I am pro-immigration. I don't care if it's illegal, really. As long as we have checks and balances, who's coming and going? Right. You need to vet yeah. them. You need to make sure that they're not terrorists. You need to look at their criminal records. Make sure they don't have COVID. Um, we have, we should have a process in place. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, you, could you imagine letting people in that are sick? They're going to make American people sick? What if they're terrorists? Yeah. What if they're sex traffickers they, they or drug dealers? What if they're you, one of the terrorists? You heard about those 23 terrorists that were, were caught. How about the ones that weren't caught? You know, what you know, now this is crazy right to keep people out if they're going to endanger the people that are in the country. Obviously, we, we favor immigration, but you have to put the interests of the people who are in the country at the very top of, of the list and protect them from uh, violence and protect them from uh, contagious illnesses. Look, uh, I remember my grandfather uh, brought 28 members of our family out of Czechoslovakia, just days before the Nazis invaded. And it was the proudest moment of his life to create affidavits and give them all jobs and save their lives. Immigration is the heartbeat of America, but it has to be done in an orderly and legal and, and proper way. But you also have to look at the social aspects of it, because we're bringing all of these people in with children. The schools are overcrowded already in some of these areas. Mm-hmm. So yeah. where well, are we going to school them? If you think we're in bad shape, look yeah. at what's going on in Poland. Yeah. <laughs> Poland and, and the countries right outside of Ukraine, and they are suddenly have 4 million immigrants. Uh, they're going to be there temporarily, hopefully, but you never know. I mean, you know, the, the world in that part of the country has been inundated with immigrants, and thank God for that. Thank God that they've been allowed out of the country and their lives have been safe. We now see that in, in Kiev, um, uh, hundreds of people have been executed, murdered, uh, execution style by Putin. And yet you've got some crazy people in this country, crazy people who support Putin. 
and who are against the Ukrainians. I can tell you on my podcast, I get emails all the time from people saying Putin's right, Putin's great. Why are you attacking Putin? The Ukrainians are the criminals. They're the Nazis. These are Americans who are saying that. And tell we, us about we your live podcast. In a very again? weird country. Professor Dershowitz, your podcast, tell everybody, uh, of course, they have to listen to it after Cats at Night. After. Don't ever leave the Cats <laughs> show to listen to my podcast. That's why we have it on tape. It's called The Dirt Show. And uh, you can get it anytime after 6 o'clock. But I won't let you listen to it between 530 and 6. It's on Rumble. And here's another topic for you that you can also relate to. Johnny Depp, you know, the famous actor, he is oh, suing yeah, his ex-wife yeah. for defamation. And he lost a lot of roles, this and that. And come to find out, even their marriage counselor said that Amber Heard was beating up on him. How interesting. Are you shocked by this? I I am not shocked by anything that happens in this context. As you know, um, I'm fighting for my own reputation because a woman uh, who admits, oh, this, this is very interesting, this woman who accused me, we now found out that in Uh, Four years before she accused me, she was asked by a journalist, well, what about Alan Dershowitz? She said, who's he? I don't know who he is. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. I don't know who he is. And then four years later, after meeting her lawyer, she remembers having sex with me on how many occasions and how many places that I wasn't. But when after the events occurred, she said uh, uh, on tape that wow. she didn't know who I was and uh, and couldn't say yes or no, couldn't 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 comment. She doesn't know anything. So, you know, when it comes to Johnny Depp, who knows? I mean, you know, the idea that the courts have to get involved and go into people's bedrooms and figure out the dynamics of a relationship make it so difficult. It does make it difficult. But I mean, women should be believed, but they should also be telling the truth. We should believe the facts, whether it be a man or a woman. Just believe the facts. Go. That's what John always says, right? Facts don't care about your feelings. We just care about the truth. Now, the salt. Salt here in New York, especially people like me that live in Westchester County and you have a home out in the suburbs. We're getting killed by the taxes. And thanks to President Trump, former President Trump 2018, That all went away where you could put it down on your taxes. So is there any chance at all that salt would come back? It looks like there is. is. I mean, it's the Supreme Court didn't handle the case on the merits. It just said we're not deciding, as Justice Brandeis once said, the most important thing the justices do is to decide not to decide. And they just didn't decide the case. And, you know, there'll come a time when they may decide the case. It's a very complicated constitutional case. The relationship between federal and state taxation. It's not something the framers really thought about uh, very hard. And so the Supreme Court is ducking the issue for the moment, but eventually they're going to have to decide it. Well, you, you know what? This is Craig Eaton, Professor. And, and the, the big problem now is you look at the real estate market, the 30 year yeah. mortgage rates are almost at 5%. Um, yeah. So you see that the market is, is, the dynamic of the real estate market is changing significantly because people are looking to to flee New York City for the suburbs. Now with the interest rates going up, the mortgage rates are going to go up. So they're going to need that relief from the salt. No question. There's no question about that. And, you know, we're, we're about to possibly have a recession. Goldman Sachs, Bank of America are all predicting a recession. And so you have to protect yourself and protect your family's investments and, and uh, keep inflation down and, uh, you know, make sure we don't suffer from a major recession. If we had a recession together with COVID, together with the war in Ukraine, 
I mean, could things get worse? The answer is, yeah, they could get worse. You know, in Israel, they say the difference between a pessimist and an optimist. A pessimist is one who says, oy vey, things are so bad they can't get worse. And the optimist says, yes, they can. (laughs) That is very true. Well, thank you so much, Professor Dershowitz. I know you have to go. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you for always always coming on the show. And Tell them the truth. Now, when we uh, come back after the break, we're going to speak with Congressman Lee Zeldin. He's a candidate for New York governor. He's going to be talking more about the border, the crime. We're going to talk about that guy that had 27 arrests under his belt and was simply let out by the district attorney. He attacked another five people in a half hour span. Then McLaughlin and Dr. Mark Siegel. So much more right here on Cats at Night. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.